So what's up, peer-to-peer mentoring? <clears throat> it's your boy Houston coming at you with another episode. And uh, it's freaking crazy, crazy, crazy insane. Uh, today I was actually looking over, <coughs> and excuse me, I'm going to be coughing and wheezing and, and sneezing all over this podcast just because I'm really, really freaking sick. But um, today we're going to talk about kids and you don't necessarily have to have kids in order for this podcast to be something good for you you just have to um know a little bit of it just see a little bit of the insight that i have towards kids because i have two of my own and um this this actually got this podcast got inspired because of one of my one of my one of my kids actually hacked into my podcast account and if you go to the previous, to the previous uh, segment that I did here, it's actually my daughter that uh, she hacked into my account and did her own little segment, and it's hilarious. You got to listen to it. And um, it's funny because she's five years old. She doesn't know how to read. She's never interacted with the with my podcast uh, app before, so I have no idea. And I mean this, I have no idea how she managed to so yeah really i have no idea how she did it she doesn't have the knowledge uh she doesn't have she doesn't know how to read she's never interacted with the with the app before yet she was able to post something and she knew exactly what she was doing it's not like she was uh you know just trying to trying to um just do whatever with it no she knew exactly what she was doing that surprised me a lot so when I opened it up this morning, I saw that something had gotten posted and it wasn't by me, right? They had no name, no nothing. So I was like, ah, maybe I, because I was trying to do a podcast uh, earlier a couple of days ago, but I ended up um, scratching. I did like maybe like 10 minutes and I ended up deleting it because I didn't like, I didn't like uh, some of the stuff that I said. I didn't, you know, there was some stuff that I didn't want included in the, in the podcast. And I think she might have heard me talking and everything, but but um, I would have never suspected that she was, you know, she was going to do one on her own. And it just baffles me because, you know, technology, you know how they say if 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 uh, with technology, with apps and everything, if they say there's a rule in technology with apps and everything. Uh, they said if a toddler or an old person is not able to navigate it, then your app is a failure. So who can explain to me how a toddler, not a toddler, she's a five-year-old, can manage through it, she can post it, she could get it going, publish it and everything. I mean, what? how could she do that? It just baffles me. And I'm still stunned right now. I posted it on my Facebook. My wife started commenting. She actually t- asked her how she did it and why she did it, you know. And she replied to her that she was listening to people on the podcast. So I guess she listened to some people before and she said she wanted people to hear her. So that's why she did it. And that's amazing when it comes from a five-year-old. <laughs> and you get that explanation. Well, I was listening to somebody on the podcast and, you know, how hard could it be? I'm going to start. I'm going to get my own, publish my own. And since daddy already has his own account, I'm just going to do it. (laughs) 
I don't know if this is a father, you know, father-daughter thing right now. And people are going to be like, ah, this, this doesn't, you know, this ain't interesting to me, you know. But, but it is to me, you know. It melts my heart, which comes down, with, which inspires me to do the, this uh, segment today, which is kids won't do what you tell them to do. Kids will do what they see you doing. That's why you have a lot of kids. Um, I mean, of course, it's not always, always like that. But I bet you a really high percentage is going to be like that. Like they see, your, they see you just goofing off. They see you just in the couch all day eating chips, watching movies. That's all your kids are going to do. That's all they're going to do. So you set the example for them because they don't care about, they don't care about nothing. The other day, my daughter, the other day, uh, uh, my wife asked my little daughter, she's five years old, the same one that did the podcast, that uh, hacked my, hacked my uh, podcast account. She asked her, baby, what do you want to do when you grow up? And she said this with this tone, like she had realized it a long time ago and there was nothing else to it. She said, oh no, mommy, when I'm old, I'm just going to work in Walmart. And you should have seen the look in her face. Like, if she had it all figured out. That's what she wanted to do. She just wants to, when she's, old, when she's older, she's going to go and work at Walmart. So we're over here laughing, you know, like inside of us laughing. Just, what? Did she just say that? Like, we're over here thinking, like, you want to be a doctor, an astronaut, you know, a rock star, whatever. No, she wants to work at Walmart. <laughs> So, you know, it just comes to show you, like, how innocent their thoughts are, how innocent, you know, they are. They don't know nothing about the world yet, but it's our job to guide them, to mold them into being the person that they want, that they have to be. And I got to talk about some stuff, you know, sometimes people don't want to listen. Sometimes people don't want to... Um, Realize that stuff like this happens, but it happens all the time. My, my daughter, I'm not saying my daughter's an angel. I'm not saying that she's the only one. But I, I've noticed kids around her that my daughter is a little bit different. She, she loves people. She loves to be around kids. She's really, uh, she's really bossy, so she'll get pissed if kids won't do what she, they want, what she wants them to do. She'll, like, big time get pissed. Like, not... Not like a little bit, you know, she'll get really mad. But she has a tendency to love, like really love a lot, you know, especially when there's other kids. I'll tell you guys about a time. Um, <clears throat> we actually went to this fair, this like city town fair, and we were there and we were going to go with their cousin. We actually, um, a brother of mine, we were going to go. And... Um, <sighs> And uh, yeah, and my daughter saw her cousin because she has a cousin and and she ran up to her. She just, man, she ran up to her. She was like, cousin, cousin. She held up her arms and everything. She basically wanted to hug her. You know, she missed her and everything. And the cousin just basically like did the Heimlich maneuver on her, you know, just like the stiff arm, not the stiff arm, but like she just turned the other way. And my daughter was kind of like, uh, what? She didn't know what was going on, you know? And I'm over here going like, really? She just ran up 
like 10, 20 feet or whatever to go say hi to you and give you a hug and you're just gonna do that. And that just kind of like shows you like, I'm not saying it's bad people, you know, it's my, it's my family and everything. That's it, that doesn't, that doesn't, uh, that's not something to say that they're bad people. But then you just start to realize that some people are not the same, right? Like how you, how you grow up. Like if it was my kid and some other kid would have done that, and my daughter would have been the one to, um, to turn her away, I would have been like, what? Give her a hug. Did you not just see the effort she took to, to come say hi to you? And you're really just going to do that? That's what I would have done in my situation. I think, and I think that transpires, you know? That goes, that goes around like your kids start acting like you. So if you got a, you got a kid that, you know, you don't like, you don't, like the way they're acting? Well, I got news for you. It may, it may be 100%. You might be the 100% of the reason why. The other day I was reading a, um, a, little, a little article on Facebook, actually. It was talking about kids, how, how um, it basically said, like, you can't neglect them, that when they cry and they have their tantrums, you have to, like, listen to them and and uh give them you know like for them to realize that they have their space and time and remember parenting there's no school for parenting right i'm not saying that my kids are going to grow up and they're going to be the best kids ever i'm not saying that i have the the you know the 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 damn blueprint to making freaking nice ass kids or whatever is that's not what i'm saying so I, I i don't want parents right now to be like man that that guy don't know what he's fucking talking about I'm trying to tell me how to raise my kids i'm not trying to tell you how to raise your kids i'm just giving you a little insight of what my life and my family goes by right and um i just i guess i had to say that so people don't get threatened by the stuff that i start to say because there has to be a little there has to be a little, uh, a little devil's advocate, right? You can't be like, to make a, a show interesting. But anyway, before I get into a different whole other tangent and forget what I was talking about. Uh, yeah, so kids tend to become what they see 100% of the time. <clears throat> and, uh, and the kids, they reflect upon that, you know? We, we have to understand that sometimes if we give our kids everything, <clears throat> we start to, we start to, um, we start to, for them to think that the world owes them something. The worst thing that you can have, in my opinion, is to have somebody, a kid, younger kid that thinks that they owe, that the world owes them something. So I think the worst thing that you can have is a kid that thinks that the world owes them something. Those are the kids that we call spoiled, that we call the, the world, that think that the world revolves around them. I think that's about the worst thing that can happen to parents. Not only, not only have I seen them, uh, people, parents suffer because then they're the ones that um, have to take care of the kids for way longer, but 
but uh they're just horrible people period you know who who has met people that are just like horrible horrible people disregard anybody's feelings but their own and then if you do something to them oh it's the end of the world you know like you did something to them but they constantly do stuff to you and you have to like let it go and this isn't just about complaining i'm saying like that's where the root starts that's the root of of the problem when you deal with kids and that's in my experience that's the worst thing and i don't want my kids ever to feel like the world or i owe them something you know the other day uh, my my daughter the same daughter we go to the store and i let them i have them always share you know she has a uh, she has a younger brother my son um every time they have a a cookie candy or whatever my son always wants them so we have a rule eh? if you don't want to share when you get something you make sure you get that same thing for your brother so you guys don't fight so when she doesn't do that then she has to share right and then she told me dad one day she was really mad she said dad why do I have to share if that candy's mine? And I asked her, oh, really, it's yours? Huh. You know, and this, that bothered me. <clears throat> and I said, How, what makes it yours? And she said, well, you bought it for me. And I said, aha, I bought it for you, right? And she said, yes. And she's still young, you know, she, could, she doesn't comprehend a lot. She said, yeah, you bought it for me. So in her mind, she just sees, like, since I bought it for her, that makes the candy hers, right? So in my head, I'm telling, I'm trying to get her to understand, like, since I bought it, that candy is actually mine because I bought it. So I'm sitting here explaining to her, look, I'm the one that bought it, right? So whose candy is it? She said, mine. She's still not understanding. Okay. So who had the money to buy the candy? Well, you did. Okay. That's true. So if I bought it with my money, and if, if I didn't have the money to buy it, <clears throat> would you have gotten the candy? Well, no, I wouldn't have, because I didn't have any money, okay? <clears throat> so by those standards, if I didn't have the money, and I wasn't able to buy it, would you still have the candy? No. Okay, so then that candy was mine to begin with, okay? So... Let's just, and then I, I, I kind of like, uh, that was a scenario that I had to deal with. And it's, apparently it's really difficult to explain to a five-year-old that at the end of the day, that candy was mine because I'm the one that bought it. But anyway, after, you know, a long discussion with me and her about it, she ends up agreeing like, yeah, it was, it is yours. Okay. So as me, the rightful owner of the candy, I'm telling you that you have to share and that's why you have to share the day that you're able to afford your own candy on your own because of an effort that you did. Then I'll have to tell Iker that it is your choice if you want to share or not. And Iker is my son. <laughs> I should have maybe mentioned that. Then you'll have the option to say, you know what? I don't want to give you some. Or you'll have the option to be like, here you go, little brother. You can have some. And she was mad, you know, about the situation and everything. But then she gets over it. That's what I love about her. She, um, she, can, she can be the worst mad ever. 
you know, pissed at the world, at daddy, she hates you and everything, but then five minutes later she'll come back and she'll say, she, she, she didn't mean it, and that she's sorry. <coughs> she'll never let a bad day or a bad situation get to her for the rest of the day. <coughs> and that's what I love about her. But, um, but I know a lot of people, going back to the negative stuff, I know a lot of people that they think that life owes them something. That they're here and that if you don't acknowledge them, if you don't do what they want you to do, if, you know, you're nobody. And, and, and that's how they've always lived their life. And, and I gotta, and you gotta give, give the, all that, you gotta give all that, uh, how can I say it? All that recognition to their parents because they have to have gone through something for that to happen. And like I said, this isn't a, a generalization. I mean, some people have parents that do do that. Yet the, the kids don't become those people, right? And there's some kids that like, you give them everything and they, be, they become the worst kids ever. Like it just, it's, there's a whole different variation, I guess. That's what I'm saying. But to me, in my, with my opinion, I think having a kid that thinks that the world owes him something it's the worst thing that can happen to a parent. But I don't know how I went from really positive to really negative, but I guess it just has to come. Everything is like yin yang, right? Everything that happens, every success has to come with like people talking stuff, with failures, with fall downs, with setbacks and everything. And that comes with kids too. We have to understand like, in, like a lot of people go like, oh, I live for my kids. I don't live for my kids. I have my own life because my kids, at some point or another, they're gonna have to. De they're gonna decide for their life what they're gonna do with it, who they're gonna marry, um, you know, where they're gonna live. So I can't say I live for my kids. I'm gonna give my kids everything that I possibly didn't have and everything that they deserve as well. I heard this really good saying from a billionaire. I can't remember his name. He's from India. But he said, um, he said, oh, and I can't believe I, this better not slip through my mind. That always happens. I have it in my head, and then right when I have to uh, express it and say it, I forget it. But it says, I love you guys to death, and you guys will always be my number ones. But you guys have to, you guys have my love, but you guys have to earn my you guys will always have my love, but you guys will have to learn, earn my, uh, uh, what was the word he said? I just don't want to say the wrong word because he'll definitely make it seem uh, bad. Uh, you'll have to earn my respect. It wasn't respect. You'll have to earn my approval. So, it, it basically meant like they'll, he'll always love you. But just because he loves you doesn't mean that he'll, you know, that he'll, that he'll be by your side no matter what you do. Like, what, is, what does that mean? So if he becomes a drug addict, an alcoholic, you're going to be by his side and you're going to support him, you know? So that, that's kind of how I got the situation, he said. And this is coming from a billionaire, this guy, really smart. 
smart, smart guy. And he said that, and uh, that, that resonated with me, you know. I said, that's true, you know. My kids, I love my kids to death. But they have to earn something. They have to feel like they're on a mission towards something. And I think one of his kids is like, she's one of the daughters is like 18 years old. And she's like doing an internship with the UN. And if you don't know what the UN is, it's United Nations. So she's like being an intern in some of the most, you know, some of the greatest groups in the world has ever seen that combat like you know famine that com that go around and helping countries you know and his daughter's being part of that and he has a son too and he's like an entrepreneur and he started out universities that teaches people how to like be entrepreneurs and be more successful and you know get around roadblocks and and all this stuff and um you know, and it's easy to say like, oh, these guys are like, these guys are um, kids that are spoiled. You know, they have a billionaire father. Who knows kids that their father ain't even billionaires yet? They're spoiled as heck. And I don't know why I just said heck when I, this is my podcast. I can say whatever fuck I want. <laughs> but we all know some people that are, their kids are really spoiled, right? So you don't have to be a billionaire to spoil your kids. Yet you have a billionaire over here where their kids are doing great things. And then you have over here with the, where their father's making maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars or whatever a year. And their kids are spoiled rotten. And like I said, uh, they, they uh, you know, maybe some people, their kids are not even in their agenda, right? Because just like, just like kids... Just like fathers, there's kids too that are not great parents, you know, that all they care about is themselves, that they're selfish, that they see all these things, that they do all these things to get away from their family, not taking care of them. Um, if you guys uh, heard about Steve Jobs, you know, the guy that died, the guy that made Apple and then he died prematurely. Not too prematurely, but he was, you know, a little bit on the older side. And he wrote this really, really crazy letter basically saying, like, basically saying, like, he spent too much time worrying about stuff, like, from his companies and all this stuff. That he kind of neglected a little bit about his family. That he said that he wished he had more time so he could make that better. Who wants to live in a life where, where you regret some of the decisions you made? Because some of those decisions should 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 your success depend really on not being a a better father or better to your family. I don't think it should. I don't think you should ever compromise that. I think you could do those both of those things together. And I know, I know some people go like, well, you know, there's some family members that take advantage. Like, for example, you start, some family members start knowing that you start making a lot of money. And then every problem that they have, any financial problem that they have, they start going to you, right? They start going like, hey, you know, like, you have money. Help me out. You know, to you, it's nothing. To me, it's like, you know, all these things. And sometimes you have to say no. And then those family members get all mad at you. Like, ah, that guy, he's rich and he doesn't want to help you. Or he has money and he doesn't want to help you. And that's not, that's not what I'm talking about. Because sometimes you do have to do that. 
You have to understand, there's a crazy world. And, and, it's, and it's like the more I realize that people are, the more I realize how people are, the more I want to like shelter my kids, the more I want to like have them closer to me, homeschooled, not going to school, like regular public school. And a lot of people go like, well, why do you want to take them to public school, you know? Like you think you're rich now? You think you're better than them? No, I don't think any of that. In fact, <coughs> sorry, excuse me. In fact, that's definitely not the reason why. And I'm not rich and I don't have money. I'm not wealthy. I wouldn't consider myself wealthy at all in, in that aspect, in the financial, in the financial side yet, right? Because everything's a process. I don't consider myself wealthy at all, but I consider myself wealthy in family and love. In that sector, I'm freaking wealthy. I'm freaking rich. Yesterday, I, I, weren't, I wasn't able to go to work, and my wife tended to me the whole day. She got a lot of stuff done for me. She got medicine. She cooked me chicken noodle soup. She got all this stuff. Man, I'm rich in that aspect. In that sector, I got nothing to say. My kids love me. I love my kids. I spend time with them. They see me. They get to... They get to hack my podcast and get me to laugh really hard. You know, in that aspect, I'm rich. The financial side, not so much, but I'm working on it, okay? But, um, man, I start getting into these different tangents while I'm on a, I'm on a segment and I forget what I was talking about. I guess I got to get better at that. Partly because I'm also working right now. So... Maybe sometimes that happens, but um, I guess I'll end it at that right now. Uh, I think I think just a little bit uh, for the future. I think peer-to-peer mentoring is gonna start being like a like a it's gonna be like a book. It's gonna how can I explain it? I guess I guess I don't even know how to explain it yet. Uh, yet. But I'm basically going to be doing book reviews. We're going to be talking about books. I'm going to be going over um, some of the stuff. I, I see that a lot of people want to learn stuff, but there's no time for them to read books, right? And since I devote myself to books, I even started a company that sells books. So I'm really getting into that sector. And I want to make this podcast talk about more concrete stuff and not just for me. I feel like I'm getting, um, I'm getting to regurgitate a lot of the information that I have. And that's kind of why I stopped doing a little bit of the podcast because I didn't want to bore you guys with the same talk, same everything. So I'm going to start moving this podcast and making it into book reviews. Not really book reviews. Like we just talk about like, oh, this book was good. Oh, this, this. No, we're going to talk about the nuggets that are inside the books. For examples, I, I think that... Every book has a nugget where you go like, what the? I didn't know that was possible. I didn't know this was true. I didn't know this. Whether you're in business, in your life, like this, this is going to tackle like, you know, depression, you know, anxiety, divorce, relationships, sex, uh, you know, money, uh, cars, putting your money where it goes. You know, we're going to talk about some of the most successful people in the world like Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, uh, you know, Ty Lopez, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, just there's no, there's not going to be any concrete 
book to say, you know, that's it. No, we're going to talk about anything and everything. And that's kind of where this um, peer-to-peer is moving to. And I hope uh, I'm excited to get there. I hope you'll be excited to listen. And remember, I thank you guys each for every listen that I get from you guys. And um, yeah, this has been peer-to-peer mentoring. This is your boy Houston, and I'm out.